0: Now, today on the show, we have channeler Jesse Herman, and we had a profound conversation covering all sorts of subjects like spirituality, why we're here, and difficult questions that don't get asked very often of channels. So, without any further ado, let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show Jesse Herman. How are you doing, Jesse?
1: I'm great. How are you, Alex?
0: I'm very good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm excited to talk to you and to uh, Vagrin, uh, the, the entity that you channel. Uh, I've been fascinated with channels for for a while now, uh, not only on the show, but um, the profound messages that keep coming through all of these channels that, are, for whatever reason, are starting to pop up more and more now uh, than before, or at least be- they're more public now than they were before uh yeah. because of the information that's coming out and i think it's because of the kind of grand awakening that we're all going through uh, on the planet at this point but we'll get into all of that but first question is what was your life like before uh this insanity uh, okay. of, <laughs> of of uh, of of channeling and you know before you had a spiritual awakening like what was this whole? what was your life prior to this i'm assuming sure. you didn't come out of the womb like this so
1: well, you know, I don't know. That's debatable because <laughs> as a child, um, I had a lot of weirdness going on with me. Okay. Um, and then I got to sort of the age where you know it's no longer appropriate to have imaginary friends or to have uh, unusual things happening. School age, probably about. And um, and I was you know kind of told that that wasn't really you know normal or okay, and um, was led to believe that you know that 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 wasn't you know acceptable. And uh wasn't, you know, it was my imagination. So I believed that for a long time. And I think all through my teen years and um young adulthood, I tried to just keep it, keep it down, keep it normal, mainstream, go with the flow. Hold um, hold try. the beast in hold the beast in, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't that hard because okay. interestingly, you know, it's a it's a question of consent a lot of the time, you know, mm-hmm. um, with sort of spiritual gifts. I think that we're all we're all attached or connected to something and that. Because we don't believe we can be, we don't allow that through more mm. often than not. So, mm-hmm. um, with me, it was a it was a case of tr- kind of trying to be normal, and then I had a couple circumstances in my life that were requested of me to join a spiritual path or to start investigating certain things. So I started meditating, and um, several years later, um, I finally got fed up of like sort of having a knock on my consciousness going like, "Hey, you know, hey, try try and channel." <laughs> And we going, no, no, and N-O, oh, that is not who I am. I don't want that identity. I don't want to be the strange one. Um, I don't want to, you know, th- have anything to do with that, really. And I just got so fed up with the request, you know, that was, again, always about consent. But like, hey, you know, you, you, you have this ability. Why not try it? And that was always sort of like a, a thing going on. Um, so eventually I had to give into that and, and see what would happen.
0: So uh, so when you finally gave into it, uh, I assume that I mean, what was the first what was it like the first time they came through? Well, um, actually,
1: (laughs) yeah, well, yeah, you know, they'd come through several years earlier in writing first. Um, So I had done some sort of writing and made the mistake of showing that to a few people. Um, And uh, in, in the writing, it was it was very clear what was sort of happening. Not that they said, Hey, you're channeling or we're, you know, something from X, Y, or Z, but it was clear that it wasn't my direct consciousness that had, you know, written this information out. Um, and you know, again, I was discouraged. Oh, that's too weird. Oh, that's just you being, you know, you being you, you being your unusual self, you're, you're very creative. Um, and so I kind of put it away again for a couple of years. And when I finally channeled, um, verbally, it was, um, it was a shock to me because I really believed it wouldn't work. And I'm a full trance channel. So I go into, you know, a very deep state of meditation or trance, um, where I don't recall what's sort of oh. being yeah, said very um,
0: very Edgar Casey-esque, if you will. Yeah,
1: I yeah, I don't I don't know too much about other channels, but yeah, like um just just full, you're not there. You know, it needs to either be recorded what? by uh so where, something. Are
0: you? so where are you? You know,
1: I'm not sure. Um
0: you just black out and then come back
1: it's not really blackout. It's like, I think the deepest essence that we have is, is a knowingness, but it's not connected to your sense organs, right? So Mm -hmm. it's as if my sense organs and memory are not in use in that moment. And it's your essence exists, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The things I can remember from the channeling state might be not exactly what was said, but almost like impressions, almost like psychic impressions. So sometimes I'll see things while the channeling is happening. So I'm aware channeling is happening. I just can't use my sense organs to access it or record it in my memory afterwards. Makes that it makes, kinda... makes,
0: <laughs> makes all the sense yeah. of the world. I completely right. Understand. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so so then when you decide to come out of the closet, if you will, as a channeler yeah. and, and the spiritual closet as, as well... I imagine that this news is not widely accepted by everybody around you, friends, families, colleagues. How did you deal with the psych- the psychological, you know, because, hmm. I, I mean, to a certain extent, I was afraid to even do the show. Right. Uh, so yeah. I, in a smaller way, I had to become, uh, you know, okay with this. And whatever happened, happened. So right. I'd imagine that there was some negative because it does clear a room. Let's just put it out there. Like you just walk in and go, hey, I'm a channeler, guys. Do you need me to channel? I'm assuming it clear depends on the room you're in, obviously.
1: Well, you know what I found? I found that once you clear that block in yourself, mm-hmm. it doesn't actually manifest that sort of the thing that you're afraid is mm-hmm. going to happen. Okay. So I've been in many situations like, you know, just sort of like um, in a flippant sort of Let's see what happens if I tell people what I do, kind of yes. way. Like, you know, you're in a room full of accountants, and uh, you're at like a corporate event, and people are like, "Oh, so what do you do?" And I'll be like, "I'm a channel." And th- there's also a language barrier here in Italy because I'm in Italy, and like mm-hmm. I have to do this in Italian, so it's got this like added, like I've got an accent. I'm a, sh- I'm from a different country, and then Did I'm I understand them I'm-
0: you right? Did I understand- exactly? So
1: there's like that buffer as well. I think I get away with a lot not being like first language, <laughs> but. um you know, I'll say I'm a channel and they're like, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, what's that? And I'll be like, well, have you ever heard of like a medium, you know, like someone who speaks with, you know, maybe people who have passed on and they're like, maybe like something's lighting up. And I'm like, have you ever heard of like, do you believe in like other energies and like I'll try and have this conversation eventually I'll get to like have you ever heard of a witch (laughs) is that something that you like you can you know grab? I'm like
0: I'm like a witch but different please don't burn me at the stake
1: yeah yeah but you know what we are in a time in history now where it's not happening as often that you get burnt at the stake right so everything I was afraid of beforehand never happened to the point of me kind of being like a little disappointed you know like I was like I'm taking this big leap. I have to have all this courage. I'm going to you know, do this thing I've been afraid of my whole life. And then everyone's like, yeah, all right.
0: You know what's funny well, is the second that I decided to do the same thing with this show, now I'm finding people that come to me like, oh, I love your show. Well, can you tell me about what the channel is? Or can you tell me a little bit more about mediums or quantum physics meets spirituality? Can, can you yeah. t- It's fascinating that people are opening themselves up about it. And I keep hearing again and again, I don't know if you've run into this as well, when you just are talking to people on the street, if you will, or in your life, that they're like, I can't have this conversation with anybody else. Nobody else understands this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've I've been so curious, but I can't find anyone in my family or my friends who I can have this long, deep, either spiritual conversation, conversation about afterlife, conversation about simulation theory conversation about how the great pyramids were built like whatever like these, yeah. co- these deep conversations about topics that they just like i can't find anyone is that yeah. what, same as you
1: um yeah and i'll have you know there's there's a lot of people who are like closeted curious as well and um they might reach out uh through like other channels like i did notice that there's like certain people who will now follow me more religiously in my social media, like they'll never come out and say that they want to know more, but there's definitely this like attention from the most unusual of people, people you would never think had any interest.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. It's yeah, absolutely. I see it all the time. Now people are, I'm being followed by people around the world, and and the show's growing so rapidly now that it's like, yeah. wow, this is really interesting to see how this all how it plays out. And again, the way I approach things, as as you can see, is from our conversation, is I'm very a matter of fact about everything, and yeah. I'm pretty practical. I'm like, this is insane. Let's just put it out there. This is not normal. But right. but once you get past that, you're like, what's coming through? What is the information? Right that is coming through. Is it profound? Is it helping you? If it isn't, then look at it as an oddity or dismiss it and move on. But if it is, investigate, because that means you're ready to hear that message. Is that the way you look about it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm the first to say, look, I don't know if channeling is even a real thing. I don't even know if maybe there's some part of my brain that's wired differently that, you know, has access to what you're thinking, let's say, you know, and then that's why it resonates. Or maybe I'm crazy, but the point of the matter is it doesn't really matter. I'm not sort of like hung up on like, Oh, what is this? And where does it come from? And what does it signify as much as, Hey, lots of people are benefiting from this thing. And it's coming from such a place of, because I can feel it from like pure positive energy. And so at that point, like I can't not share it. And that's all of, like, basically Wagner's message is all about, like, if you've got positive energy, and we all do, if you have access to it, you have to be sharing it. You have to.
0: Right. And then uh, I, my my favorite thing is people say, like, oh, they're all in it for the money. I'm like, yes, because coming out as a channel <laughs> is the way to make that quick cash. Yeah, there's um, no money. <laughs> there's this, like, oh, but you're writing a book. Oh, ask any author other than J.K. Rowland and Stephen King.
1: Or James yeah. Patterson, if there's money in the book game, like yeah, there's there's <laughs> money in other fields. At least you know, I don't know. Maybe there's no money in there's, you know other fields, but
0: <laughs> it's easier to make money elsewhere. Yes. Uh, let's just put it this way. And I've had channels on who've had degrees from Yale and worked yeah. in the military, and you know were scientists and you know and biologists. Like there's people who left very very other very sets, yes. lucrative careers, lawyers, yeah. just to be this. And mm-hmm. to be outcast by their maybe their colleagues or their friends or their family. So this is not an easy path. So everyone listening, if you if I have a doubter or two, which I probably do, listening right now, <laughs> think about that. This is there's a much easier, there's much easier games to play. Oh, to make, absolutely to make cash, you know, without question, <laughs> where you don't have to come out and just be on a whole other identity like you were fighting off the original when you were first being yes. asked to do this. You were like, I don't want to be this. I, I don't want to be identified. Yes. as this uh so this you know for so for that I applaud you for taking the leap because it, it I don't know what I would do it's you know <laughs>
1: it's a scary <laughs> well, yeah episode. I mean I think I think you do know what you would do because the truth of the matter is is like there are people who are channeling the way that I channel right but each of us when we're tapping into that sort of soul calling like you doing this podcast is you channeling as well mm. so you do know what you would do if like your calling was presented in another format, you would you would take that baton and run with it because that's you know that's who you've chosen to be as well.
0: Okay, I'll accept that. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Now I had a question from um, a viewer the other day about channels and I've never asked this question before. So I was interested. Is there a special diet that you need to be a channel? I didn't think so. Like, do you have to be vegan? Do you have to be all meat? Do you have to be paleo? It just, it's, it has nothing to do with the channeling process, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, the truth of the matter is you don't even have to be like the equivalent of a good person. You know, I I don't think that there's any sort of requirement aside from, um, the ability and the willingness, like the openness or the, um, you know, like there's, there's not a lot of people have asked me about like having access to Vagri and they're like, Oh my God, it's amazing. You have access to this like infinite intelligence and your life must be amazing. Cause you have all the answers all the time. And like, you can just ask anything anytime you want. And I'm like, doesn't like it kind of doesn't work like that. Cause I'm a bit of a stubborn human being and like, I won't go to them for <laughs> So like, I don't really get the the benefit in that sort of direct way. And they might not share it with me because it's a relationship, you know, like we have certain boundaries in our relationship where they're not going to tell me, hey, what's coming up next Tuesday, you know, they might tell me or help me remember how to deal with whatever does come up eventually on Tuesday, right? But they're not going to say like, oh, watch out, you know, there's going to be this thing happening, you know, because it's not their place to interfere with free will.
0: Right, and and also if it doesn't benefit your journey as a soul, they no. wouldn't say anything. You know, they're like that thing that happens next Tuesday is pivotal to your growth as a soul.
1: Absolutely.
0: they're yes. not going to say, "Hey, be careful, that's going to happen." Right, because they they because you've already want that to happen to you on your journey <laughs> exactly. as a soul to grow that's and right. thing and all that kind of stuff. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um. Well, let me ask you. Uh, do you mind if we channel? Um uh vagran if uh that'd be great that would be yeah that would be awesome so i have a bunch of questions uh did did it strain you by the way does it take any energy no it
1: it gives me a lot of energy actually um i've heard also that like other people have strain or they get tired i'm one of the people who i like come out of it like i'm just beaming i'm just so full of uh full of that energy afterwards it does take a couple minutes to get into um trance but uh and we can get going. So All they right. will um, just like say, Hey, when, uh, <laughs> when I'm in trance." <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And then I'll, I'll let them know. I'm like, okay, we're done now, but I have a whole bunch of questions, but I appreciate you doing it. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Good now to you.
0: Hello. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you. So my first question is, does anybody have the ability to channel?
1: Yes, all of you have the ability to channel, and you are always channeling all the time. You are channeling your essence or yourself in every waking moment, as it is not a question of your beingness, being local. Your beingness is non-local, as you are a part of all that is, and you are transmitting to yourself the consistency of the Essence that you are.
0: Is intuition and creativity a form of channeling?
1: Yes, it is all a form of your own essence, whether individuated or collective.
0: What is consciousness?
1: Consciousness is all that is in It's knowing of itself in that the ability to be conscious is the knowing of that you are a element of all that is. There is no such thing as unconsciousness in that all is conscious. It is only that you are awakening to the fact that you already are awake to the fact of it. It is a bit of a spiral. It is a bit of a mental loop for you to understand at this point, but you are all understanding more frequently that the fact that you are aware of being aware is consciousness itself. And with access to that, you then have the ability to play from a space of individuation with that isness that then becomes in your physical reality matter.
0: How do we quiet the negative self-talk in our minds?
1: The first step would be to understand that it is not you, that you are, as mechanical beings, the equivalent of a tape recorder, you are registering what you are exposed to from the moment that you are born, and you are then able to play back. You have this ability to play back the information that you have either directly absorbed or interpreted as such, And all of the negative talk is not who you are truly in your essence. So the fastest way to eliminate negative talk is that any time you sense that something is negative or you sense that it makes you feel in a negative way because your measurement of what is positive or negative is your feeling state, to know that it is not yours to hold on to, that it is not true and that it is not necessary. Your negative talk does not serve you. Therefore, as soon as you use your logical minds, which you all have to understand that what is not serving you does not need to continue, has no purpose, you will let it go. There is a misunderstanding that the negative talk that you give yourself, for example, I cannot do it, is helping you in some way. Because in that particular example, for this concept, you may believe that telling yourself that you cannot do it will save you from having the experience of trying and failing. But it is not true that you are being saved from anything. How
0: do we let go of trauma in our lives? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now, back to the show.
1: Trauma is the state of holding on. Therefore, you do not need to let go. You need to not hold on in the first place. And, again, this is a question of does it serve or does it not serve? You hold on to trauma because you believe that by holding on to it, you can avoid it in the future. You can avoid pain by holding on to the recollection of the mistakes, or the events, or the situations that have occurred to you. Your body also has a mechanism for holding on to this. But it does start with the mind, and with the fear of the repetition of past encounters, past situations. The, again, fastest way to let go of something is to no longer have it in your grasp, to relax, to surrender. And in the case of trauma, the first step could be if you choose to allow yourself to accept that that idea, that experience, that past situation is simply part of you. This is a surrender in itself because it is your resistance to trauma that makes you hold on to it even tighter. So step one would be to say it is okay that I've had negative experiences. It is okay that I feel bad about something that has happened. It is okay that I do not feel in this moment whole. And then from there, accept that you would like to change those feeling states and remind yourself with gentleness and compassion that it is not necessary to hold on to the memory. It is not necessary to hold on to the thoughts relating to it. And as they come up one by one, say, thank you very much for all of the ways that you have served me in the past, this thought, this trauma, this experience. And now I'm ready to move on to the next chapter. I'm ready to move on to the next feeling state where I do not need to use you to protect myself any further.
0: How do we each have a destiny or do we, do we each have a destiny and a purpose to be here?
1: You do, but it is you who is choosing it moment to moment. So it is not preordained. It is not pre-decided. You, with your energy, with your beingness, with everything that you are, including the all that is, are choosing your road and you have quite a lot of conscious ability to choose your road. The only thing you cannot choose is the way that road will appear before you, but you can choose who you would like to be and where you would like to go, and then you can enjoy the journey.
0: Do we, before we incarnate in this life, do we create a soul plan for a life?
1: You do. And as there is no before, because time is not linear in the way that you perceive of it, you are in the equivalent of what you would call before this life, in this current now, also creating your soul path and plan. And this is the problem or not the problem but situation with your understanding of time currently is that there was a before your existence or there is a before or an after this now moment however it is also mutaneous and therefore every soul contract every plan that you had for yourself before your life is the plan that is having or are having or is having in this current now
0: are we living in a simulation
1: In a manner of speaking, yes, because consciousness itself is not what you believe it to be in that there is no matter truly. There is, of course, on the human level and on many of the other levels of consciousness in that consciousness slows down to become what can be perceived as matter. And that would be the simulation that you would be thinking that you are living in, But thinking itself is also inside the simulation, and it is not an external simulation created by some other beingness, as it is all consciousness. So you can imagine it is like a video game, in that you yourself as consciousness are creating yourself and all of the players. And you have chosen in this now to be the version of the player-ness that you most identify with as now. But that is not to say that simultaneously you are not also all of the other players and all of the objects and all of the thought forms.
0: Can you explain reincarnation?
1: Reincarnation is a concept based upon time being linear as well. And as it is simultaneous, one can explain reincarnation as the knowingness, for example, if you have a recollection of a past life, yes, then this is the recollection, the ability to tap into another version of you in another simultaneous now with your consciousness. So the recollection of past lives is not that they have actually happened in the past. They have happened or are happening or will happen in the simultaneous now in any of this particular timelines, versions of reality in this now, or in parallel versions of reality. This also accounts for the fact that sometimes people have recollections of past lives and you go to check your history books and the being that they recall themselves to be was not quite exactly as they recall them. For example, someone remembers being Joe and Joe in the memory was a warrior And Joe, in the record books that you have, was a farmer. And someone says, well, then reincarnation cannot possibly exist. However, the being that is remembering being Joe is remembering a parallel version of Joe. Which they are simultaneously in this now. In fact, you are a reincarnation of all of the beings that you know. You are all one. Can you
0: explain the concept of parallel universes or the multiverse, if you will?
1: In a concise mode, we cannot, but this is because it is a concept that is very abstract, still to your understanding, but the Nutshell version would be that everything exists all at once in all forms, and in its existence, all at once in all forms, you as consciousness, even in your individuation, have access to every single of those realities. You are, at times, pointed to this with meditations or what is called quantum jumping or mind aspects. Techniques that you are practicing on this planet, and often you tune into a parallel version of yourself. This is a limited way to use the concept of multiverse, in that you do not need to tap into a parallel version of yourself. You may tap into any version of any self as you are all one. So, if you have an admiration for the skills and genius of say, Leonardo da Vinci, you may at any time tap into his consciousness, whether in this past-present reality simultaneousness or in any other version of that individuation's parallel incarnations, realities, planets. And if you want to take it even further, if you have a wide enough imagination, you may tap into the consciousness of anything at all,
0: So you're telling me that at this moment, right now, there is a endless ver an endless amount of parallel versions of myself doing things. At a, I could be a, a, a someone evil. I could be an astronaut. I could be a physicist. I could be a basketball player. I could be, you know, a channeler, uh, and other lives as we're speaking right now. Multiple just copies of myself, if you will.
1: Yes, and we are saying you could be a rock and an ant and a planet and a speck of dust and a grain of sand and a molecule of water and a virus and a apple
0: interesting so if everything is happening at the same time then do we as as a soul as a conscious a consciousness or soul know the outcome of where this is all going to end meaning that as far as incarnations are concerned <sighs> We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: Yes, but there is no end. Again, we bring it back to the apple. There is no end because you may be in a previous future simultaneous incarnation, an apple or a fiber of a shirt. So there is no end because there is no time. Time cannot end if it does not exist. And we do know that in your particular incarnation, in your simu- simulation, if you will, that you have created for yourself in this fraction of experiencing that you have chosen, that you have installed the program or the concept of time so that you can have the experiences that you are having that are dependent upon time existing as a concept, but it is not necessary outside of your human experience. So if you would notice, your collective spends a lot of what you call time focusing on when things begin, when they end, when they happened, when they stopped happening. Your lives are a trajectory of beginning to end. That is your perception of them because you are very connected with your individuation and your individual experiences. You love being separate. This is the human experience is separation and you are now moving towards unity consciousness. And you do know when this will end in theory as per your question in that you, yes, can tap into Any of the myriad of storylines that you would like to have and your collective, the one that we are playing in in this now moment, is playing with the end of the world storyline for fun. And at any point in time, you or anyone who is in this collective may decide they would rather do something else, for example, the utopia storyline. And you may call that into your experience because it is no more difficult to create one thing than another.
0: So is the purpose of why we are incarnated in physical form to eventually ascend like an ascended master, like a a Jesus Christ, if you will?
1: We would say that this, again, is a very human way of perceiving. You are all ascended because there is nowhere to go in that you have come here to have this particular experience. And this, if there's anything that we can leave for this particular conversation, is that we would love for you to understand that you are currently, no matter what your perception of your circumstance or situation, having in this now moment, the grandest experience that there can be, in that you are having the top premium quality of all of consciousness in this now. That you have individuation, you have this seesaw teetering on the edge of understanding, and yet you still have access to enough individuation to be able to have the human experience, which is full of sensory and pleasure and pain and suffering and growth that You, as, for example, a rock would not have access to. Now, that does not mean that consciousness as a rock is lesser in the same way that there is no purpose to being human other than being human. So, no, there is no need to ascend. But you collectively get to decide what does it mean to be human? What do I want it to mean? Do I want it to mean that I live in a state of love? And sharing and connection with all the other versions of myself, which are presented here as individuation, including your animal and plant and planet and everything that you are experiencing in physical reality. You are all connected. This is one body. And so each of you gets to choose what it means to be human. And that is what you are here for, not to. Achieve something, but to choose in each now moment. What is this?
0: Is the field of quantum physics getting closer to explaining, uh, or getting closer to spirituality in explaining many of the concepts that you're saying here today?
1: Yes, the field of quantum physics is aiding in allowing many more of you to understand unity. In a way that is comfortable to you in that there is a belief that scientific method is holy in many ways and allowing yourselves to have the permission slip of science matching with what you have been told or telling yourselves on a spiritual level for millennia is helping the collective consciousness to awaken and that is a creation that you are collectively making at this time if you were to ask in 200 years past of your history if the science was the same then no it wasn't because your consciousness would not have accepted the science being the same then science is created as you move along in the same way everything is created as you move along
0: So is that why these conversations are becoming more and more acceptable than they were 20 years ago, 50 years ago?
1: Yes. The addition of your choice to add a scientific element does make these conversations more acceptable, but also these conversations are more acceptable because you want it so badly. As a collective, you are getting to the point of saturation. When salt is added to water at a certain point, and it is, The question of one grain, it begins to crystallize. And when you arrive at that saturation, a saturation of perhaps pain or suffering or catalyst, then it takes one more grain of salt before the crystals begin to form. So you are arriving at that point where there will be no returning into unconsciousness or to a collective darkness because all the lights will be switched on. And this is what you desire And it is because so many of you desire it that it is occurring and is occurring faster and faster.
0: Was there a point in human evolution or human history that we knew more than we know now and we went almost in a cycle, meaning that we were smarter and then we kind of went to dark ages and now we're coming back out of that?
1: There have been civilizations that have had access to more, say, holistic or spiritual ways of living. However, it has not been on a collective entirety level, and these particular types of civilizations often were not able to share or spread their messages to their neighbors, and therefore often could have been eliminated you have not at this point been this close yet to having a consensus a agreement that this is the direction that you would like to go in and so the question is perhaps but in small pockets
0: so in small pockets at one point we probably were more advanced in little areas but we did not have the ability to share this globally like we do now and now as a collective we are agreeing to like no this is the way but before we couldn't do that but yes so in human history there were points that we were more advanced but then they just either fell apart or eliminated but we're not able to share this information yes now are we the creator of our own reality
1: yes but you as the creator of your own reality do not yet know who you are Can you explain? There is a requirement for that statement. That statement is true. But for that statement to be true, you need to know who you are. And you are not your individuation. That is a part of who you are. But you are the all that is. Now, that doesn't mean you as an individuation are the all that is. That means you are the all that is. And therefore, you are the creator of your reality as the all that is. So everything that occurs to you, occurs to you because you, as the all that is, have it occur to you. When you arrive at what you are calling enlightenment.
0: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: It is the moment where you realize that you are the all that is. This does not spare you from having negative things occur in your life. It does not mean that you are having positive thoughts only and only positive things occur to you. It means that when the things that would have been perceived from an individual level that are negative occur to you, they are no longer negative. Because you as the all that is, or identifying with isness itself, have the ability in your individuation to know that there is some plan or purpose or beauty behind everything that occurs to you as an individual. Because you cannot positive think your way out of the end of your life. You cannot positive think your way out of the loss of people who are dear to you. You cannot make sure that your life, through some form of insurance policy of positive thinking and being high vibe, get to a place where nothing ever occurs in your life. Because the only way for nothing to occur would be for you not to be human. So it is the shift of consciousness into understanding that you are the creator that makes you the creator.
0: Can you explain to the audience what happens when we pass, when we transition out of this lifetime?
1: It is one of the mysteries that you have given yourselves to not know. There is a desire to not know this information, but from the perspective or the, we don't even want to say level that we are at. Nothing happens because you are not even experiencing now. So your individuation is let go of in the same way as you would let go of a ball. But it does not mean that the ball does not exist. It does not mean that the hand that was holding it does not exist. It is simply a letting go of this storyline. And on one level, you go to where you are now. Your spiritual beingness to decide what to do next, to play further, to rewind the tape and decide if you had learned the things that you wanted to learn, if you had evolved in the way that you had wanted to evolve. But this is, again, not from a place of individuation. This is from a place of isness. And so, as a human, it is very difficult to think of oneself without their individuation because. The question, who am I, is often responded to with elements of the individuation, not that essence that I am, but you are the essence that you are, a signature, if you will.
0: What do you think about what is happening in the world today, the chaos, the uprisings, the environmental issues, economic issues? Um, what do you think about what's happening today and what does it look like for us in the future?
1: We will return to the glass with the water and the salt and to have enough salt in the water for crystallization to occur, you have to have the grains decide to jump into the water. Catalyst is what motivates you most as humans to take action. And you are in a state of such desiring of change that you are also requiring discomfort on a global level for you to jump towards that change. Now, you can do it without the catalyst. You can tomorrow, as a planet, decide you would prefer to be in unity than separation, and you can all wake up and be kind to each other. However, this is not going to be likely. Instead, you have preferred to set yourselves up with realities and call into your experience situations that cause discomfort. The discomfort, much like the irritation in an oyster, will create the specific environment for you to start to build something that is precious. So as you see catalysts occur, you may say, oh my, the world is ending, everything is going badly. Or... You may say, wonderful, this will cause enough discomfort for people to wake up just a little bit more. And that is what is occurring on your planet. You are calling into your experience, uncomfortable situations so that you can all wake up a little bit more.
0: And finally, do you have any final words for our audience?
1: Be those who do not need the catalyst. Choose to see your neighbor as you see yourself, because they are. They are simply another version of you. They are literally your past life, your reincarnation, and who you will be tomorrow. So if you need to spread some kindness, do so, because it is what will Wake them up. You do not need to have suffering to solve a problem. You may choose to see the direction to go in before you have situations that force you in that direction because you do desire to go. So don't wait. Be the person you want to be now and love each other and be happy because you are here to have fun.
0: Thank you so much for this. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much. For you and we appreciate you as well. And with that, we leave you with the light and the love of a thousand suns. A nine.
0: And she's back. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? How was that for your experience?
1: <laughs> good, good. Um trying to see if any if there's any like sort of residues. Water, a glass of water. Well, a glass of water with lots of salt in it. Yes. <laughs> salty water is what I got. Salt, salty and, water, yep. And uh, anything else specific? No, not really. Lots of like um, past parallel life stuff. You know, whenever they get into that, that I kind of feel now because I kind of, like I get to see this like, almost like, like light, like the same light shooting into all kinds of, all kinds of different people, right? So like yeah. it's the same essence going into everybody. Um and that's how it gets explained to me that uh particular thing.
0: Well Vagrant is he's uh he she it the 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 group is uh fascinating. They are they're straight to the point. They're yeah. all business they're all business. <laughs> they don't joke around. There's some channels <laughs> Well,
1: sometimes they do. I have some... to say, sometimes they do. Well, in this
0: conversation, <laughs> they were straight to the point. Very okay. some channels are much more playful, but right, but the stuff that was coming out of um of the session was pretty pretty, re- re- pretty remarkable, and I, I you don't remember. I mean, when you see this uh, this interview, you'll go back. Yeah. I asked very tough questions. Okay, um, I asked some tough questions because I wanted to see one of the answers. So
1: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and the thing I always love about channels, if if they are truly channeling, is that they don't hesitate. Right. They they don't hesitate. They don't hiccup. They don't mm-hmm. go, um, um, e ah, like we would in a normal conversation. Yeah. So it's, I mean, if you are not channeling and you just pulled on a hell of an act, I have to tell you,
1: Oh yeah, you I'd should win awesome. an Oscar.
0: <laughs> you should win an Oscar. Cause that's not easy. No. Uh, and I, I worked in the film industry for, for almost 30 years. So I, I do understand the process of actors and, <laughs> and well, what it takes all, to do. And it's not what, I, what
1: I've always said is like, I'm not that smart. <laughs> like I'm I, not, I'm not as smart as they are.
0: <laughs> you know? and, the, and and by the way, you didn't know what the questions were. Uh, <gasps> I I asked questions and they, out of the blue, and then some of the questions I didn't even know I was going to ask because they okay. respond by an answer. I was like, well, wait a minute, what is the multiverse? And can you explain that <laughs> and all the parallels and like, how can we be living the same things and how the past? So these were questions I didn't even have written down. So yeah. I kind of threw some impromptu questions out there because I was just having a conversation with,
1: yeah, with it. It. Uh, I can't,
0: <laughs> wait, I don't know how you would like to call him. We'll ben. call him him for him for right now. We'll I'll call him, okay. him for lack of a better <laughs> word, her, whatever. Um, but So some of the concepts that we talked about, well, Mm -hmm. let me ask you, do you, can you just ask a question and get an answer or do you have to go in full trance? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: Um, So I've experimented a little bit with it and, um, what I'll do is like, I'll set an intention before I'll go lie down or something and then record myself. If it's like, for example, like during the COVID stuff, you know, like vaccine, no vaccine, like all that sort of stuff. I was really anxious, you know, on a personal level. And so I did, you know, I did sort of like, okay, let me know what's going on type of thing. Of course, you know, they're universal consciousness. So they're not going to be like, yeah, don't take it or do take, you know, it wasn't like that. The answer, if anyone's curious, but, um, you know, I'll go into trance and then I'll get that kind of like focused response. Or, like, um, the times I've done like uh group sessions that are like without interaction, I'll set, I'll be like, Hey, Vagan, I mean, like, this is the topic it would be cool to talk about, you know, and then they'll go and like riff for an hour, you know, on something <laughs> like that. So, if I ask a question, <laughs> yeah. if I ask a question, they'll they can uh access like answers, or someone else will ask it for me,
0: but but it's not like Hey, what is the meaning of life? And you go. So the meaning of life. I just got no. it back. No, that's not your process.
1: No, no, no,
0: no, no. It's a different. It's a. It's fascinating. Like every channel is so different in the way they, they do. Some people can pop in, pop out. Right. One, cha- one channel, I asked a question. They should pop in, pop out, pop back in. Every right. question. Every wow. question. I was like, that was like what? What? Like it was really. It's 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 such an interesting and fascinating process it, it truly is but some of the concepts that they were talking about um the big one that i really and i'd love to hear your thoughts about it and by the way during this whole thing that you've become you know mm-hmm. a, a, affected by this does your base of knowledge or experience answering some of these deeper questions has that broadened purely by yeah by just being a channel and having this information come through you even though you might not remember it per se yes
1: Well, you know, in the process of putting together the books, um, I had to go through like all the transcripts and like figure out what belonged where. So like, obviously I've had like a lot of contact with the material. Um, but I would say like, I have uh, over a hundred sessions now I've never even listened back to, you know, like there's just so much content. Um, but I I have noticed that like, since I started channeling, um, I deal with life a lot better. Like I just, I can handle stuff a lot better. And they do sometimes sort of, not pop in, not that I'll start channeling, but I'll feel their energy when like, I'm getting off course, you know, like if I'm going like full on victim mode or like believing I'm powerless or whatever, like they'll be like, no, no, like, don't like that's dumb, you know? And, um, also, um, just like my understanding and my openness to like the world and my compassion for other people and my understanding of like current events and things like that. It It is very similar to their flavor now, whereas before it wasn't, you know, before it was like, okay, this is Jess and this is how I am. And then they came in and I was like, what are you talking about? Like bad things happen for good reasons, you know, <laughs> but that's really like smoothed out over time. And it is really like right now I have their like whole energy, like on me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I used
1: to be, have to, like, go stand in the grass, like, just to get the energy out of my system. Um, mm-hmm. at the you're beginning. wired.
0: You're wired a little bit. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So, no, the one of the, the, my, and this is a question I didn't even expect to ask, but that's why I, I found it so interesting, is I asked, and this is something that's been talked about forever, is, like, were we ever at a point in our evolution smarter mm-hmm. or more connected than we are today? Mm-hmm. What did you think? What do you think the answer is?
1: Um, I I would be sure, but I I mean I know we have like remnants of technology and things going on on the planet that you know can't explain point to stuff.
0: But the thing that is interesting, no, it's like you were that there were pockets Hmm. of more advanced, you know, people, but then they couldn't spread that information worldwide as we can today. Like this is going to be listened to around the world nice uh all you know it has everyone has access to this right where before you know if you were in the amazon building pyramids uh the pyramids people there couldn't talk to the pyramid people in egypt
1: no exactly right and and that that, connection
0: there wasn't that connection where there is now Uh, but this is the first time in our history as a species that we have been able to decide collectively to do it yeah. so it's just it's like you just go down rabbit holes it, this is Me such <laughs> very very very. Good. so jesse i'll ask you a few questions ask all my guests um yes what is your definition of living a good life
1: oh, um not adding anything to you that isn't serving right so like letting go of all the stuff that you don't need not just like physically like there's lots of stuff that you do need because it brings pleasure right but i mean like you know, we don't need all the drama. We don't need all the stress. We don't need all the strain. There's so much that we can just let go of. So, like, I'm really um partial to peace <laughs> and like <laughs> not having hassle. Okay. So to me, that's a good life.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. That's yeah, that's a good place to be. It's a good place to yeah. be. Um, what is your definition of God?
1: I have to go with with this. The all that is. It's everything, it's everywhere, it's it's um. It's everything. And and you know what it is more than everything? And this just came to my mind. It's recognizing that it's everything. You're with God when you can see that God's everywhere.
0: Great answer. And what is the ultimate purpose of life?
1: Well, I mean, first thing that came to mind is have a good time, you know, like have fun. Um, I really think we are here to experience joy and to experience um that, you know, playing with the fact that we are here as as a specific individual you know like we're here to be who we are right um and maybe the purpose really is is like getting as close to possible as like feeling resonant with yourself as possible because then you're going to be in joy and like you get to be who you came here to be and that like that's really the sweet spot i think
0: and where can people find out more about you and the work that you're doing
1: okay um you can head to my website that's www.jpherman h-e-r-m-a-n.com. I have two books out on Amazon. Also, if you search JP Herman there, you'll find both Vagrian books. So Vagrian Seeking Ends When Sharing Begins and Vagrian Insight. So those are two um, channeled books. Yeah. Don't want to take too much credit for those, except for having put them together. And um, I'm on Instagram, Jessica Herman with a CK. So I have all these uh, different
0: places. And uh, do you have any final words for our audience?
1: Um, you know, only that I know that it's been like really rough couple of years. Everyone's feeling it. Everyone's knowing it on collective level, on a personal level. Um, remember that you came here at this point in history, not because you're like some sort of victim to like bad timing. You came here because you wanted to be here now. Right. So like for what you may not know what that reason is yet, but we've got like front row seats to to our lives. Like, you know, like I want to put it like that. Like, this is what you came here to do, to be. So try and enjoy it a little bit, even if it's full of like what seems to be suffering.
0: Jesse, thank you so much um, for coming on the the show. It has been a pleasure talking to you and Vagrin, and uh, I, I appreciate everything you're doing for the world. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: I want to thank Jessie so much for coming on the show and sharing all of her knowledge with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 206. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember... Trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.